It's another night at the Fireside Pub. Grab a seat, open a tab, and join us. Bradley. Jacob. COVID finally got me. It's true. It's true. You've been struck by the COVID bullet. Also, I like the little game of chicken we play at the beginning. After the intro, we both just sit silent to see who's gonna <laughs> who's gonna say hello first. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's nice to um, see uh, who's gonna be the one to take charge for an episode. Yeah. Um, Did you get COVID yeah. before? I think I had it. I'm, I'm like, 95% sure I had it, like, at the very beginning of all of this, like, mm-hmm. in 2020, but um, I didn't get tested because that was, like, the time where they weren't, like, testing everybody. They were only testing, like, medical people. Yeah, it was a pain in the ass to get tested back then. Yeah, so I don't know 100%, but I got sick, and then my mom got sick, and when she tested, she tested positive, so. All right, because she's healthcare, right? So she had to get tested. Yeah, but she's also, like, in billing. <laughs> like, it's not even like she's actually, like, dealing with patients. But she got in on a technicality, I guess. Hey, best kind. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, I I've fucking... Uh, let me give you a timeline of the events here, folks. <laughs> it led to Jacob's downfall. Yeah. So, Saturday night, I went to a party at my buddy's house from work. Uh, got trashed. Got absolutely trashed, I'll be honest with you. Here. Um, and then woke up yesterday feeling incredibly hungover. Now, yesterday there was no cause for concern because I kind of figured that I was going to be hungover as fuck, and I was right, so... <laughs> Any sickness can be attributed to the copious amounts of alcohol. Right. Um, we had even talked about it because you, you got, uh, hungover the night before, which it's I think <laughs> is really funny. It's true. Like, neither one of us had had a drink in a very long time, and... I was like, you know what? I, I got some sake on the way back from New Hampshire. I'm like, I haven't tried this brand. Let's try it. It was really good. I drank way too much of it. I had a bad night. And I warned Jacob, don't, you know, learn from my mistakes. And he did not. No, I, I made the mistake of mixing drinks, too, and oh. doing shots. And and I was in a pool for a lot of the night. Ouch. So I was living at, in the moment. Uh, and then I came home and, like I said, went to bed uh, at, like, 4 in the morning because for some reason when I drink, I cannot fall asleep to save my life. I have the opposite problem. That's what made me so addicted. I was like, it's so easy to have some drinks, fall asleep. It's perfect. Now I understand why grizzled old detectives do it. There's, like, there's like maybe, like, a sweet spot where I can fall asleep. But when I'm, like, drunk drunk. Yeah, I like can't. room spinning drunk, it's kind of hard. <laughs> True. I wasn't room spinning drunk. I mean, I did feel weird when I laid down, but like I, I didn't feel like I was gonna throw up th- the night of drinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't until the next day when I woke up where I felt incredibly nauseous and just dehydrated, which is exactly what it was. Uh, and so yeah, like I, like I was saying, I felt like shit yesterday, but I attributed that to the alcohol, and I was like, as the day went on, I felt a tiny bit better, you know, as any hangover kind of subsides, and I was like, but I'll feel really good in the morning. Woke up this morning, still felt like ass. I was like, there's no way that I'm still hungover. I was like, maybe there's a little bit of runoff still from the hangover. I didn't eat a ton yesterday. The only thing I really ate was, like, leftover rice I had. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you get, like, the hangover side effects, like the, you know, the hunger headaches or the dehydration headaches. 
Yeah. So I was like, maybe it's just still kind of like runoff from that. But uh, then, like, my nose is all stuffy. I don't know if you can tell. I sound incredibly nasally. You right sound now. like death right now. Yeah. Um, so I knew something was up. And I was like, I'll just. I, I was like, I'll see how I feel throughout the day and then decide if I'm going to go into work or not. Because I didn't go into work yesterday. I'll mm-hmm. be honest with you. Hey. Um, I was I was dying yesterday. Um, but I was like, I'll see how I feel as the day goes on because I might just actually be sick at this point. So I was like, I'll take a COVID test just to be sure. I took one and it immediately popped positive. <laughs> they like, didn't even need the full 15 minutes. It was just immediately two lines. It's like, you are hella sick, my man. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, fuck. So I really like can only think of three places where I could have gotten this. I either got it on Wednesday night when I went to the movies. Mm-hmm. I got it at work on Friday or I got it at this party on Saturday. What did you see on Wednesday? Uh, bodies, bodies, bodies. I don't know why I asked if I was going to have any fucking idea. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, you thought I was going to say, like, some actual movie. No, it's not a very good movie. Oh. Um, it's weird. We both went to the movies in the last week. What did you go see? I went to go the new Dragon Ball movie came out and premiered oh. on Friday. Come on. Did you not think known. it was not going to be? Uh... I should have known. I don't even know. I, I honestly, though, I didn't expect you to go to a theater to see it. I, I felt like that's like a Brad, like, I'll wait until it's on streaming. No, that's my brother. Who He's like, yeah, I'll wait the eight months till it comes on streaming. And I'm like, no, absolutely not. Like, these, I'm a giant fucking weeb and Dragon Ball's hype as hell and I want to go see it. We didn't, I didn't see it like at the premiere showing because that was, that'd be way too fucking busy. So I went at the late night showing. One of these days, I do. I would love to go with you and go to a premiere showing because I want to see the crowd of people that shows up for an anime movie. I don't know that you do. I do. I really do. I <laughs> want to smell not what that. I want to smell what that room smells like. Yeah, see, the problem is that we we don't like if you live in a major city or a, a, a diverse city, you're 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 not too so bad off. Like if you're in Austin or Boston or New York or whatever, like. It's going to be a regular-ish crowd of people. You know, it won't be so, so bad. In our area, Jacob, not not a chance. Yeah, not no, that's why I want That's why I want to go. I want to. S- I bet you Kane guy would be there. <laughs> oh, he was almost certainly there. And I bet you, <laughs> I bet you he was there and he took the day off school for it as his, you know, 25th year as a freshman pops up. <laughs> And then he had to go interrupt Lisa's class to tell about the movie. And she's like, stop yeah. taking my course, please. <laughs> He's like, actually, this reminds me a lot of the Dragon Ball Super colon superhero that I saw the other night. Which is a clunky-ass title. I gotta be honest with you. Yeah, so the I rumor, hate that title. The rumor is, it's not confirmed. Um, the rumor is that uh, Toriyama forgot that the series that just happened was called Dragon Ball Super. And he wanted the movie to be called Superhero. Which is very Toriyama. The man forgets everything. And so nobody in marketing said anything. They're just like, eh, fuck it. Like, it's a goofy name, but we'll run with it. Why didn't they just call it Dragon Ball Superhero? Like, like just have the super part and then... Well, because they wanted to make... Well, they delineate the movies based on time period. So, like, the Dragon Ball Z movies are just the Dragon Ball Z movies. The last three are super movies because they're from the super series. But that, that's what I'm saying, though, is, like, just have, like, the subtitle just be the word hero. Because every movie has to... Well, he didn't want the subtitle to be hero. He wanted it to be superhero. 
right, but I'm just saying if you want to make the title a little less clunky, just call it Dragon Ball Super Hero. Oh, like, they can't. Well, he would only see the hero bit. That's not what I asked for. I asked for superhero, and not realizing that every movie he makes has to have Dragon Ball Super in front of it. <laughs> and nobody in marketing decided to point this out to him, so they just ran with it. That's the rumor, and it's I, I believe it personally. <laughs> That's hilarious if that actually is the true story behind that. Dude, he f- he's forgotten, like, half of everything he's ever written. Like, he forgot the names of characters. He forgot char- entire characters existed. Nice. Like, his editors have to remind him of shit. It's hilarious. I, I want to grow up to be Toriyama one day. <laughs> You're just confused about the own thing you made. Immensely successful for one property and completely confused about that properly. That... That is pretty fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, no, I uh, it, I went to the movies to see this movie because I had heard good things about it, and I did not enjoy it that much. Wow. Um, the way I described it on Letterboxd when I reviewed it was, it's like playing Among Us with your most annoying friends. Uh, that sounds awful. I already don't like those kind of games, and, you know... <laughs> Well, because, like, it's, uh, like, the whole thing is that, like, they're at, like, a party that's, like, during, like, a hurricane is coming or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then, like, they play a game called Bodies, 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 which is essentially just Among Us. Like, one person is the killer, and then they, quote-unquote, kill the other people. But then, eventually, real people start showing up dead Mm -hmm. in the house. So, people, like, think there's an actual killer in the house. Um, And it's twist ending, which, like... I'm just going to talk about right now on the show, so spoilers for Bodies, 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 if you want to see it or haven't seen it. You'd skip ahead a couple minutes. Um, So, like, Pete Davidson's in it. Do you know who Pete Davidson is? Not a clue. Oh, he was on Saturday Night Live. He's, like, a comedian. Never seen it. Famous. Well, I figured you might know the name. I figured you maybe have heard of Pete Davidson in passing. Um, well, he's the first one in the movie who shows up dead. Mm -hmm. And then like later on at the end of the movie, when like you think like, oh, the killer's about to actually be revealed who it is. They find his phone and look on it and realize he was trying to make a TikTok by, uh, with a sword trying to take off like the cork of, um, champagne and accidentally swiped himself in the neck. So everybody else who died in the movie or like was accused of killing people was completely unnecessary. And that's that's how the movie ends, is that you find out that he got himself with a sword. I, I, think, I think I'd be more annoyed that... There, how do you possibly do that? I, like, all the whole misunderstanding thing's incredibly stupid. But how do you accidentally kill yourself with a sword opening champagne? Because he... He was trying to do, like, the swipe forward, like, taking the cork off. Like, you ever seen someone who does that with, like, a knife or whatever? Mm-hmm. Um, and so he was trying to do that, and then he couldn't get it, so then he started to swipe it up towards himself like a jackass, and then got himself in the neck. <laughs> it sounds like an awful movie. It, it was, uh, like, uh, so, uh, the movie, I found the characters to be incredibly annoying, but it was, like, kind of making fun of, like, Gen Z people and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So it was like, maybe they're meant to be annoying. And like, I laughed at certain scenes in it and I, I kind of enjoyed it for like the first, like two thirds of it. But then once you got to like the third act, I was like, 
just end already, please. And also, like, then that twist happened that I went, I fucking do not like this movie. <laughs> I want my money back. Yeah. Well, um, we, had, we had complete opposite experiences. That was, I had one of the most enjoyable movie-going experiences of my life. What is it like seeing an anime on the big screen? Uh, it's actually kind of awesome. Like, at least for the movies. Like, I wouldn't watch a normal televised show on a big screen because the animation quality usually isn't worth it. Um, right. But movies are always better animated than TV shows because they have a lot more time and resources to dedicate to the movie. Mm-hmm. And they've been getting sort of experimental with Dragon Ball movies for the last few. And in terms of how they look and, you know, the style that they're they're using. And it was a little jarring at first because this one's in all 3D, but you get used to it super quickly. And it's really, really pretty and really good to look at. Like, Wait, so it's it's not... 2d animated it's 3d animated nope this one's all 3d does it kind of look 3d like in the way like fighter z did yeah sort of it it looks like a, a more stylized arxis cutscene is the best way i can describe it but it I, better than that makes it sound <laughs> right or like um kind of kind of the way dragon quest looks a little bit. It's a little more deeply shaded than Dragon Quest. Like the lines are a bit more thick. It's it's definitely right. stylized, but it was so it was super good. Like Charles Martinet, I was not expecting anything out of that performance, but he's actually he was in it? yeah he he is one of the main uh, quote unquote main antagonists. Um, uh, you're so you're not familiar with Dragon Ball, but yeah, he plays one of I the. I have no fucking clue. Yeah. I didn't know Charles Martinet. Uh, I know he did voices other than Mario, but I've mainly only ever heard him as Mario. Yeah, it was a complete surprise casting when the news came out. Everyone was like, wait, what? <laughs> and we were all kind of hesitant because you know, it's Charles Martinet. We didn't know what it was going to be, but he killed it. Like, it was super enjoyable. Huh. And, uh, you know, it, it was super, like, nostalgia-y for longtime fans. It had a ton of very, very subtle hints and like clues and all sorts of little you know snippets of info that if you were looking and you knew you knew you know it was not over right. but i don't know i really really enjoyed it i would say if you're not if you're not a fan of dragon ball you don't know anything about it um maybe don't watch this one because it's you need to know a lot going in like if you don't know who the red ribbon army is or any of that backstory it might be a little less enjoyable but it's still super you know super fun I want to know, like, the person who's just like, yeah, I'm going to go see Dragon Ball Super Superhero, because I've never seen the show, but... Uh, you'd be surprised. Like, people oh, no, get dragged I, I mean, along I'm sure. to these things. Yeah, I... Out, outside of being dragged along to it, I just... I don't know how many people are, like... <laughs> like, just, like, looking for a movie to see, and they see that, and they go, well, I guess I'm going to go see this. I mean, hey... It's, That's just my thought process on it. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I think probably a lower percentage than like a normal movie. Like I imagine, like say like Top Gun, right? Like Maverick. There's probably a higher percentage of people who never saw the original, but like know of it. So like, hey, yeah, I'll go see that. Yeah. I assume it's the same principle, but just a smaller percentage, because like they're gonna be, oh yeah, I know Dragon Ball. I, I think I heard about that when I was a kid. Let's see what that's about. But it's got to be like a, a fraction of a percent. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, I don't, I don't think Dragon Ball Super is going to hit uh, box office numbers of Maverick. No, no, probably not. Although it was, it was number one this weekend. 
yeah, it had a it had a good opening, and uh, it's not doing so well in Japan, is my understanding, but in the West, it's doing really well. I think they're all too busy with the One Piece movie. Oh, that's right. There's a new One Piece movie, too. Yeah, that one's... I mean, it's One Piece. It's, like, one of the largest media properties in the world, so it's... Of course, it's gonna do gangbusters over there. The only time I ever thought about going to one of those things was, um... They did... They played the Cowboy Bebop movie in theaters for, like, its anniversary. I don't... I forget how many years it had been. Mm-hmm. But they played it, um... In theaters, and I had thought about going to that, but then I was hesitant because I was like, I can only imagine the crowd at this thing. Yeah, I mean, I, it's the only reason I didn't go to the 7.30 showing is because uh, it wasn't even that full. It was, like, maybe half capacity. But I know right. I know my brother, like, he's still trying to avoid crowds. And, like, I hate crowds in movie theaters, too, so I'm totally about it. So, like, whatever, we'll go to the 9 o'clock showing. There's, like, six people in the theater. That's perfect. Right. But, no, like, going to, going to see an anime movie in theaters, I would only recommend it if you're going with somebody who also likes it or is like super into that property because it's honestly more fun to to nerd out about the movie later than right. it is talking about the movie because my bro my i want my two brothers and the three of us spent like an hour just nerding about the movie and the the story and the the, the little lore drops that they sprinkled in there and all the fan service that they did for for longtime fans and that was more almost more fun than the movie the movie was still great but Right. Yeah, if you got somebody who, like, it was super into Cowboy Bebop. I was. Fun. It was me, myself. <laughs> <laughs> I had already seen the movie at this point. I was just like, oh, it'd be cool to see it on the big screen. But the, it was, like, one of those, like, event showing things where it was, like, only playing, like, one time. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, the crowd for this is just going to be the super mega nerdy fans who are like me like the show but yeah. like you know i know how to bathe properly probably so. i mean it's cowboy so you're gonna get the most broad audience possible you know that's true it'll probably you'd, be a lot of boomers yeah <laughs> it's true it's it's one of the older ones yeah it'd be me and like some dude who used to fucking buy bootleg tapes from a flea market of cowboy <laughs> bebop <laughs> it was the only way you could get it back then man like yeah, and then when he found out about Toonami, it blew his fucking mind. <laughs> Dude, you have no idea. It was game-changing. Yeah, Toonami was a little crazy. When I was younger and didn't watch any anime at all, Toonami used to piss me off, but... It was my, it was my fucking... Toonami is the reason why I was so hyped about this Dragon Ball movie. That's how I watched Dragon Ball back then. Yeah. Well, I don't, it was just like when I would like see these shows, and I'm like, I don't want to watch any of this shit. Like, but, like, Toonami would, like, you know, take over on Saturday night. I'd be like, what the fuck? I just want to watch regular cartoons or I want to watch Adult Swim. I don't want to fucking watch Toonami. Yeah, where's my Robot Chicken episode? Right. I need I need the same Robot Chicken episode they've been showing for the last <laughs> ten years uh, again tonight. Or I need, I need some Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Oh, my God. Yeah. Shit. I love, like, old school Adult Swim. Adult Swim now still has good stuff on it, but... See, I had the total like... opposite opinion, where every time Adult Swim would, would start after Toonami, I'd be like, what, what the fuck, man? I don't want to watch all this whack-ass, you know, <laughs> Adult Swim shit. This stuff sucks. It's so funny, because it's like, most of those shows were made for, like, fucking stoners. And 100%. Like... Made by stoners for stoners. <laughs> and I, at the time, did not partake in weed and i still don't really now but like 
I don't know if I just had a stoner brain, but I thought those shows were fucking hilarious. <laughs> I was I don't I don't know. My dad had smoked weed at the time, so maybe every time I was over his house, I was at a contact high. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. Um, it's totally possible, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's just funny to think about where it's like, yeah, no, this I was not this show's target demo, but for some reason it worked for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of older shows are like that, where you're like. It's not a show I normally would watch, but for some reason, if you're at, like, the right age or right time in your life, it just works for you. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of things where I feel like that's honestly the best way to do it. Like, there are a lot of movies and games where, like, the perfect age to play it is, like, two years younger than you should be playing that game. (laughs) Right. Like, the perfect age for GTA is, like, 15. You probably shouldn't be playing that game yet, or like maybe probably 14. even less. Yeah, like, no, but it, when I played that, I think I was like six the first time I played Jesus. GTA. Well, I so my dad was like obsessed with it. He mm-hmm. had a PS2 and was like obsessed with like you know three and Vice City. I don't think San Andreas had come out yet, but like uh, people forget too. Like at a point in time, GTA almost was like an annual franchise because I think Vice City came out a year after three. Yeah, they were pretty back to back for a while. Yeah, and and San Andreas wasn't too long after Vice City, but like it no, it's still like, what, two, was two, three years. Yeah, something like that. Now, Jesus Christ, you'd be lucky to get a fucking GTA game in a generation. <laughs> Every GTA is game of the decade because there's only one of them. <laughs> exactly. Um, we're we're coming up on uh, ten years next year of Grand Theft Auto Five. Oh, Jesus Christ, I don't want to think about that. Um, I remember talking about that fucking game in high school. Oh, it is fucking still- crazy. That we went an entire generation of consoles without a Grand Theft Auto at all. Yeah, it is kind of bonkers. Like, other than just the re-release of 5 that came out on PS4 and Xbox One. and Sure, we had, like, Red Dead 2 in there, but, like, that's still just crazy to me. That, like, they didn't make a single Grand Theft Auto that entire generation. Yep. Um, No other game studio moves at the speed of Rockstar. I mean, there was two the generation before, but also the 360 generation lasted... An incredibly long amount of time like probably spurred on because of the uh financial crisis in 08 or whatever economy was still uh rebounding um by the time that um the ps like it kind of rebounded by the time ps4 and xbox one came out so it's also a huge second-hand market for those consoles at the time like if you yeah. if like if people were burned through 360s you know like you go through tissue paper because you know those things didn't last along unless you got the right model at the right time like Uh, even then like i think everything past like the original models slash like maybe like a year in model because i think i when i got my 360 i got like the arcade one Mm -hmm. the one that like uh didn't come with a hard drive and had um it just had a memory card (laughs) like i i got like the cheapest one for christmas one year and that model eventually red ringed on me, but then I got like the slim one, like the first like revision one they did, where like it came with Connect and everything. Mm-hmm. A couple years after that, and that one lasted me up until uh, Xbox One came out. So I went through I think three. I got I got the original when that one came out. Uh, when that one eventually red ringed, I got the black model that they made uh, a little the while elite. later. Yeah. Um, and then when that one eventually died, uh, 
that like very towards the end of that of the console life cycle. Uh, I ended up getting the Star Wars R two D two one. Oh my god, I wanted that one so bad. I had just gotten the slim Xbox like before that came out, mm-hmm. and when I saw that, I went motherfucker because <laughs> it was like it was pretty much exactly the same thing, like same bundle and everything that I got, except it just came with Connect Star Wars and stuff. Yeah, and it looked cool. But uh, I made the R two D two beeps, the disc trace that helped yep. me Obi Wan Kenobi are my only hope. Oh, God, if I could go back in time and and tell myself to wait a little while longer. Right. Um, I would have. Connect Star Wars is maybe one of the first times I was ever truly disappointed in a video game. <laughs> um, it was like either that or Dead Island. I was talking about this the other day because Dead Island 2 has come up back in the news. It's a zombie game, right? That like came yeah. out and nobody liked yeah, but now they're coming out with Dead Island 2, which was, like, announced, like, eight years ago or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, and then just kind of kept getting passed around to developers, but I guess now it's finally coming out in, like, February. But mm-hmm. I was thinking about Dead Island 1 because of that, and I was like, that is the first game that I ever felt straight-up lied to. By. <laughs> like, just like, straight deceived. Yeah, like, they put out, like, a CGI trailer for it when they first announced it. It was, like, this emotional trailer where, like, this little girl and, like, her family get killed by zombies. And it was all played in reverse, like, emotional music over it. And so it kind of looked like, this is before The Last of Us, but it looked like The Last of Us kind of thing. Like, that kind of tone of game. And then you get to the fucking actual game, and it's just, like, Dead Rising nonsense zombies. And then there's, like, a song in the very beginning that goes, Who do you voodoo, bitch? Just, I just felt straight up lied to. (laughs) Brad? Brad? Oh, shit, that was audio? I couldn't hear you for a little bit. I don't know if you what you said. Oh, there we go. I think I'm back. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I can hear you now. Oh, that was a weird little hiccup there. What, did you say anything after I said, who do you voodoo, bitch? No, I, it, it sounded like you'd cut out, so I was waiting to see if Discord was just, like, acting up, I so I waited to see if you said anything again. <laughs> yeah, I think Discord acted up, because I, I had said, like... You get to the game, and then it's just Dead Rising nonsense, and then, like, there's a song in the beginning called Who Do You Voodoo, Bitch? And I just felt straight up lied to because of the emotional marketing. Yeah, I remember everyone being really mad about that game when it came out, and then nothing after. Like, the second game announcement came out, and everyone was like, we don't care. There's, like, a couple different Dead uh, Dead Island games. There's, like, there was Dead Island, and then they did, like, a kind of sequel called Dead Island Riptide. Which, honestly, was kind of just a glorified expansion pack. Mm-hmm. Um, but they still sold it for full price. And they did, like, a spin-off, weird cell-shaded one called Escape Dead Island. I remember that one. That one, apparently, is very fucking bad. Like, <laughs> yeah, to contrast with the good ones. Well, like, I don't like Dead Island, personally, but it has its fans, and it's, like, it's... I th- I found it to be kind of janky and, and not as good as I wanted it to be, but some people like that game a lot. The same people who made that ended up going to make Dying Light. Another a game that not many people. <laughs> uh, people love Dying Light. Really? I that, feel like I didn't yes. hear that much about it when it came out. 
when it first came out, no, but like I think it's like one of those things that's like gained an audience over time, and then like people were fucking excited for the second one, and then I heard nothing but mediocre things about the second one. But now, now we're getting Dead Island two, so I'm sure all four fans are extremely excited. My friend Andrew is very excited. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm like, it's not gonna be good. There's no way. It had like fucking like five different developers working on it yeah no that's that it's doa as far as i'm concerned and also it's, it's done it's it's a zombie game you have 4700 options how is that franchise the one you go to how is that the one you're like that's what i'm excited about i could not tell you i honestly i i wish I wish I could tell you because, like, I, I don't know. Like, people are, like, excited that it's back, and I'm like, fucking... Who are you, people? What is your life like? You? like? Right. I don't, I don't get it. Are, are there any video games that you're excited about? Uh, not really. I'm not really playing anything right now. Um, I mean, I'm playing, like, Final Fantasy XIV because there's a new patch coming out, and, you know, I... I'm trying to keep up with it. My brother's still playing it, so you know I gotta I gotta stay current. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of it, really. I'm not really. Yeah, I I finished Yakuza One, which was terrible. Really? Um, I think I talked about that in the show already. I think so. Yeah, I think we had mentioned it. Um, so I'll play two at some point. Apparently, two is like the highlight of the series, and I'm not excited about that because it means I have seven games after that that are going to be increasingly terrible. Hmm. Um, no, that's it. I've really been watching and reading stuff more than playing. And now I'm just, now I want to go see the Dragon Ball movie again. You got me thinking about it. If I wasn't COVID-ridden, I would be like, yeah, let's go. I don't know if I want to pay another $40 to go see it again. It was $40? For three tickets? Yeah, it was like 46 bucks. I don't think you'd have to pay $40. Well, You could no, pay for I mean... just your ticket. <laughs> I, that's still like 15 bucks I don't know like I liked it but if I could get it cheaper like I'd pay like 6 bucks to see it again well you go to uh you gotta stop working all the goddamn time you can go to a fucking matinee yeah unless it's like uh unless it's like one of those that's only playing at night it's got like one early morning showing a day and then like two night showings and it's only showing for like I think the next three or four days yeah so I'm probably not going to get a chance to see it again, but... I I just can't believe that Brad Knight wants to see a, a movie again. I, I mean, for when it's Dragon Ball and the last one was, was that good, absolutely. And I'd heard nothing but good things, so I was I was getting kind of hype about it. Yeah. I don't hate all movies, just like non-weep ones. Or also, Marvel. it's only an hour long, so like even my attention span can handle that. What? No, there's no way. You can't release a movie in theaters that's only an hour long. It's not actually an hour. It's like 99 minutes, but... Yeah, yeah. exactly. Fuck off. <laughs> that's an hour and 40 minutes. I mean, it's, I think, the longest Dragon Ball movie ever made. Actually, no, I think maybe Broly was longer, but... They they don't tend to be longer than, like, 80 minutes, max. I'm watching the, I'm watching the trailer right now. Yeah, this art style does look odd. This would yeah. take some time to get used to honestly i was surprised at how quickly i got used to it like the fluidity of movement is like it works i remember when the first teasers came out i'm like that looks awful i never understand like what time period 
Dragon Ball takes place in. Uh, it, glasses. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's not a specific time period. It's an alternate. It's like Toriyama's own little fucky world where there are dinosaurs running around and cat people and animal people, but also there's like super futuristic tech and some alien tech mixed in there. It's it's a whole thing. It's not like once. It's not a time period really. Because I always see it, and I'm like, parts of it look like ancient, like, Japan. And then you just see, like, fucking the most futuristic city you've ever seen. And I'm like, yeah. what? Because, I mean, uh, my knowledge of the franchise, of course, comes from the hit cinematic masterpiece, Dragon Ball Evolution. And that seemed like it was just kind of modern day. Yeah. With, uh, with some ancient Japanese-looking environments. They kind of just did their own thing. And, I mean, it's it was so bad it inspired Toriyama to come out of retirement, so there's that. Yeah, no, they improved on the franchise in every way. And... Yeah, yeah. Unironically, Dragon Ball is a better franchise for having evolution existed, because otherwise we wouldn't have any of the super stuff. I love... Oh my god, it came out on IMAX, too? Yeah, I mean, dude, it's super pretty. Like, they go nuts with the effects on the fights. It's really, really nice. Hmm. Very interesting. I, um, yeah, I, I literally know nothing about, um, Dragon Ball other than having seen, uh, that movie. And, uh, I'm probably worse off for it, but... Maybe. I mean, Dragon Ball doesn't, you know, doesn't appeal to everybody, but it's... I've just it's, never even, like, given the show a chance. It's near and dear to my heart, and if you, if you try it the right way i think it it will land for most people you got to go into it with the right mindset right it's, it's <laughs> i i hate that this is true but somebody once described it as like if you imagine it sort of akin to professional wrestling and you don't actually think of any of it as like a genuine story it probably land better and they're not wrong <laughs> like hmm. i do like professional wrestling so it's ridiculous storylines you know, stupid theatrics and just showy fights. And that's that's the only thing you're there for. You're not there because it's, you know, deep and meaningful. Speaking of not deep and meaningful, we both watched the first episode of uh, She-Hulk. <laughs> wow, that was a hard, harsh way to start the She-Hulk transition. Uh, I've, I figured it would be... <laughs> I figured it was as good a way of any. To yeah, fair, fair enough. I didn't like it. I thought it was completely fine. I, I have no real uh, opinion on it. I, I don't know. I, I think it's like one of those shows where it's like, this was clearly the setup episode. Mm -hmm. So so like I don't really know how to um, properly rate it at this point. Um, just because, like I said, like it's it's all mostly set up and explaining why she's She Hulk and mm -hmm. which I thought was incredibly rushed and like kind of like hilarious how like just stupid it is the, the yep. reason why she's she hulk they Which i don't know that, rush that i don't know if that comes from the comics i've never really uh uh it's similar i think in the, in the comics she got a blood transfusion from bruce which is what did it i don't think it was an accident well that would that would be incredibly stupid on bruce banner's part i think she was dying or was in an accident and needed blood or something um, I don't I don't know what the circumstances are, but I'm pretty sure it was a blood transfusion that did it. Mm. I think the effects look better than they did in the trailer. 
She's still not muscly enough. Like she she just looks no. like a green lady. She doesn't look like she. Yeah. She's just a tall green lady. That's yeah. That's all it is. And why does her hair change? That kind of weirds me out a little bit. Like it's not just the the light. Like the texture of her hair changes. Oh yeah, no, it's like super curly when she's just a person, and then yep. it's like long, straight, flowing, silky hair. Um, I would absolutely let her step on me though. She can choke me out if she'd like. Yeah, Jacob's uh, awakening to some new preferences from the show. That's that's for damn sure. And I also really tried to make uh, Brad uncomfortable at like eight thirty in the morning, and also went and they showed her feet. So ten out of ten. That was a hell of a text to wake up to. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's. I think it's one of those shows I can't really like gauge my opinion on until like a couple of episodes in, because I think. Once we kind of get the idea of what's going on here, or like, you know, mm-hmm. get into some more, like, uh, kind of storyline-specific stuff. Although, from what I've heard, this is mostly supposed to be kind of like a sitcom, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't... I don't know. I This is the only show I've ever watched from Marvel and their TV stuff that, like, I had a negative reaction to from the get-go. Like, even the, like, kind of not-great ones, like the sort of boring Falcon and Winter Soldiers and stuff... Like, I, I didn't dislike them. Just they had some kind of dull moments. This one I just kind of don't like, and I don't, I don't, I don't know what even, it is. I don't even know how you could really dislike it, because I just feel like, I I don't know, I'm sitting here and I'm like, I really just cannot gauge an opinion on this yet. Because, like, the first episode is just kind of nothing. It's, like, mostly, like, her and Bruce training, and then, like, her, like, you know, becoming She-Hulk, I guess. I don't know. Like, we didn't get really any of the lawyer stuff. I'm curious how that's going to be, like, when Abomination kind of gets introduced and, like, mm-hmm. Daredevil and all that stuff. I I wonder if it's going to get better. I hope it gets better. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, I, I think I said over text to you late, earlier that, like, the only reason I would keep watching this right now is because I know Daredevil shows up. Whereas, like, if I didn't know that, I don't think, I, I don't think I'd watch episode two. Like, I just, I don't know, but I didn't like the fourth wall break stuff. Like, I don't like that kind of humor in general, so that didn't It felt happen. super clunky. It was incredibly clunky, and it's the kind that I don't, like, I dislike this kind of fourth wall humor more than the other kinds. Like, when Deadpool makes a joke, that's a good example. Like, when he's getting dragged away by Colossus, and he's like, oh, we have to go see Professor X, and he's like, McAvoy or Stewart, you know? Yeah. That kind of fourth wall humor, I'm, I'm okay with. It's not terrible, but, like, the look at the camera... Kind of oh, humor. You, you hate the talking directly to the audience. Yes. Like the, the fourth wall straight breaking ones. I, I just, it doesn't vibe with me. I don't. I don't mind like the talking straight to the audience stuff. Cause I think even sometimes like that can work too. Like, like Deadpool is a good example of it, of like when he like there, I think it's in like part two or something like that. And cable says something to him and he just turns to the audience and he goes, well, isn't that convenient? Like stuff like that works for me i think mm-hmm. like this it's like the whole opening bit where she's like hey what's up i'm bruce banner's cousin this is uh, a show you're watching that's about me like that shit didn't work for me and then it felt like like it just came out of nowhere when like they're training or whatever and he's like i'm glad i'm proud that you're like you know doing so well at this or that you're seemingly better than me at being the hulk and he she turns and she goes he doesn't mean that like that shit just felt super clunky to me. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's And it also highlighted my issues with Bruce in the MCU. Like, this did not do him any favors. They spent about 30 seconds answering every question every Marvel fan has ever had about what's going on with Bruce Banner. Gave it I no more thought you, than that, and then... <laughs> I said that to you over text, where I was like, it's like they listened to this show, and were like, we need to just give him everything at once. <laughs> That is 100% what made me watch the show. Because, like, you said, like, yeah, they answered every question super quickly. I'm like, all right, well, like, is it, like, the first half that they go into, like, that stuff? No, it's, like, literally the first, like, four minutes. Yeah, and, like, 30 seconds of that four minutes is just... Yeah, it's yeah, like, bang, no, bang, 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 bang. My arm is healing, my arm is healing, and uh, I have a device that makes me into a regular man again, and blah, blah, blah. It's just, uh, yeah, it's one of those shows I think I'm going to, like, keep up with because it's just something to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times, even with like you know the shows that don't appeal to me super hard, I still just watch them because it's something to watch. Yeah, like that that Netflix Resident Evil show that was fucking atrocious. I watched you watch all of that? it. I watched the whole thing. Why? At first, I was me and my buddy, who is also a big Resident Evil fan, were watching it just out of like making fun of it and like sheer curiosity. So we watched like the first episode. And I have this weird thing in my brain where, like, I if I start something, I need to finish it. Mm-hmm. Like, um, uh, one of the best examples of that that's, like, why did I do this to myself is uh, we, we wanted to watch the movie Cats as a joke. And uh, everybody else tapped out, like, 20 minutes into it. They were like, we can't do this anymore. Shocking. I was like, okay. We, we watched something else. And then the next day I finished Cats. Because I just felt like I had to. Just You can't leave it unfinished? No, I can't. It's like something weird in my brain. And it's only with like movies and TV shows that I'm like that for some reason. And I think it's because I like to have an informed opinion. Because like I, I got to watch the first episode of Resident Evil and be like, this show is straight fucking trash. But like my opinion doesn't really matter from anybody else's because it's like, oh, I only watched the first episode. Whereas if I watch the whole thing, I can say Resident Evil on Netflix is fucking trash because I, I'm well informed. <laughs> yeah, my brother's the same way. Like if he starts something, he's going to finish it. He, he doesn't leave. Even if it sucks and he hates it, he's going to finish it because he wants to. He doesn't like leaving anything unfinished. And he wants to like, it's just it's he's the same way. It doesn't. It, and I think both of you are fucking insane. Like. I will no. literally stop an episode in the middle of it and just walk away and not care. No, see, I can't do that. Yeah, I just, it drives my brother nuts because, like, he'll see, like, the the queue or, like, recently watched or whatever, and he'll see the bar, like, a third of the way through. He goes, did you just stop? I'm like, yeah, I got bored. I stopped. He's like, what, what is wrong with you? Yeah. I'm like, nope, sorry. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't know why my brain's like that. I wish I did. I wish I could figure it out. Um, but like, I hate like, especially when it's like a show I like, mm-hmm. I hate like watching like half an episode. Like that happens to me sometimes where it's like, you know, I'm, I'm watching an episode and then like something comes up and I have to do something else. But I'm like, I fucking hate that. I have to like stop in the middle of this. No, I do. I do it willingly. Like, and I used to kind of bug me that I did that. I'm like, I feel like I shouldn't do that, but I was, I've been a thousand times happier ever since I just decided to just roll with it. Like. I'll be watching an episode, and I, I will love this, whatever the hell I'm watching, and I'll have a thought in my head, like, I could use coffee, or I, I need to check this, or I should do this instead, and I'll pause it, go do whatever I have to do for, like, 15, 20 minutes, and sit back down and watch the rest of it, and it's bizarre to anybody who ever sees me do it, but, hey, fuck it, I'll... 
I wish I could live like you, Brad. I wish I could learn to just give up on things. Because uh, it would save well, me a lot of time. Have, have you considered developing ADHD with a smattering of hyperfixations? I, it's it's weird because like <laughs> I think I have ADHD, but like I, my ADHD uh, manifests itself in like me being on my phone while I'm watching something. Yeah, I'm going to see a, a neuropsych to to get officially diagnosed, but no. It was just, honestly it was pure curiosity because I I I asked my doctor I'm like yeah I'm just I'm like I'm like 99% sure, and we talked about it for a minute. He goes yeah. Yeah, probably. He's he's like, yeah. so do you want? He's like, do you want a drug trial? He's like, what do you? I'm like, no, no, I'm 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 good. Like, it doesn't fuck with me. I'm just like, I'm curious. I'm like, I'm just like, can I get tested? Is that a thing? He's like, yeah. yeah, it's gonna take you like a month to hear back, and the test itself is gonna take like over two hours. I'm like, cool. They off of work. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I think the thing that I'm speaking of like doctor shit the thing i'm most pissed off about having covid about is that i was supposed to get my wisdom teeth out this week and now i have to wait oh. until like the end of september yep yep that and sucks it, and it fucking sucks because i literally i timed out my week or like i timed my vacation around my wisdom teeth getting pulled because mm-hmm. i have vacation next week and I was like, oh, it's perfect, because I can, I, I'm getting them out on Thursday, I'll take Friday and Saturday off, and then I'll take my vacation the week after. So that way I have time to, like, heal up, and I don't have to go to work with, like, my mouth feeling like dog shit. Yep. And now I don't have, now I just have vacation next week for no reason at all. Yeah, you now you have COVID vacation next week. Yeah, I guess. I mean, technically, like, now they only make you wait five days, so... My mm. five days would be up, I'm pretty sure, probably, like, around, like, Friday. Um, But, again, I already have those days off already, so it's like... <laughs> I, I'm literally, like, not going back to work until, like, the Sunday after next. <laughs> hey, not a bad deal. I guess. I don't know. As long as you stay busy. That's the problem is I know I'm not going to stay busy. I've been playing some video games, but I don't know, man. I have, like, ADHD when it comes to video games lately. Like, ever since I beat Elden Ring, like, I cannot, like, stay focused on one video game to completion, really. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what that is. I just bought Roller Drome. I don't know if you've heard about that one. No. It's, uh, it's kind of cool. It's like, um... It's like in the future and like you're part of this like weird like running man style like game show where you like kill you like kill guys but like you're on roller skates the whole time so you do like tony hawk tricks and shit to like uh get okay. ammo and, and like look up gameplay of it because it's hard for me to explain it in words you just have to see it to understand what i'm saying mm-hmm but like it's fun and it's like it's basically tony hawk with guns um with like a little bit of like jet set radio in there i guess because you're on rollerblades instead of a skateboard um but that's fun but even then it's like that's like a short like 20 dollar indie game like i've gotten like halfway through it at this point and i'm like i don't i don't know it's like it's really fun and i enjoy it but it's just Video games say, don't grab be, me anymore. I was supposed, nope. like, supposed to be surprised that like this random-ass weird game did not hold your interest? <laughs> like, 
Well, no, I mean, it's it's all things I like. I like Tony Hawk. I like guns. So, like, Sure. And if you told me you got ten hours out of that, I'd be like, hey, all right, that's, like, six more than I would have figured. Right. <laughs> doesn't sound like... Doesn't sound like this is going to be a thing that, like, you were going to get a ton of play. Like, even the full 20 seems like much. I don't know. That's just, but, but I have no issue with dropping things, so maybe that's just my brain. I, I don't know. It's just, it's it's one of those things where it's like, I was really, really into it, like, the first day, but I have not really, like, gone back to it past, like, the first couple days that I started playing it. And I don't know what that is. I don't know what it is with my brain right now, and I'm like... I think the only game I really want right now is fucking God of War, but that doesn't come out till November. Mm-hmm. Um, the new Saints Row just came out, or it's coming out tomorrow, and I've heard it's ass, so I'm like, I don't even want to play that. And that's usually a game that would be right up my fucking alley. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I don't even... I don't know. I don't know what video games are on the horizon other than God of War that are interesting to me. I do not keep up with game releases, basically at all. It's one of those things where like things just sneak up on me. I'm like, all right, that came out like four months ago, and then I'll eventually get around to it. And it's so funny because I just bought a shitload of stuff on Steam, and I've I don't think I've cracked into any of those games I bought on the Steam sale. Yeah, I was gonna say you bought like a shit ton of games. Why don't you go go through that? I yeah, I could. I also just bought a shit ton of Resident Evil games in a humble bundle, so I now like have like every Resident Evil on Steam. Hmm, there you go. Like, I I have choices of what to play, but it's just, I don't know, nothing is, like... Nothing's grabbing you? Nothing's hitting me in that weird, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, that weird, um, monkey part of my brain that's like, I want to play this. Mm-hmm. And I, I really do fucking blame Elden Ring. Elden Ring oh, wow. has ruined other video games for me, and I just mm-hmm. can't... You developed one singular hyperfixation, and now you have to try to find a replacement, and that's not easy, speaking as somebody who does this frequently. And that's the thing, is I was so fixated on it. I was like, I literally was like, Elden Ring was like everything I did if I wasn't at work or at Molly's. Like, that mm-hmm. was that was my life. And um, now I just don't, nothing's hit in the same way. For some reason, I bought the old Alone in the Dark, <laughs> that shitty one from 2008. Why? Steam. It was a dollar. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, but it was like on sale. I was like, sure, why not? And I don't know why I did that. I don't know why I do these things. I wish I like could be told. I see things on sale and I go, I should buy that. And then I buy it and I'm like, why did I buy that? <laughs> Because I know I'm probably not going to play it. Or if I do play it, I'll play it for like two hours and then just drop it. I mean, you can always just return it. Yeah, I could. But again, it's a dollar. Like, do I really give a shit that much about a dollar? <laughs> I meant more in principle. like For the no, ones that I, are not a dollar. <laughs> no, I know. But the thing is, is like, it's not even... It's not even like I buy a lot of games that like I would go... Oh, I wasted my money on that. For some reason in my head, I don't think that, even though it's like, sometimes I'll just drop a game, and it's like, I did kind of waste money on that, but at the same time, I'm like, well, I enjoyed it while I played it, so is it really that big of a waste? 
dude, I, I embrace the passing fancies. Like, I don't, I don't care. It's like, oh, I bought this game. I played it for three hours when it's a, you know, 25 hour game. Sure. Why not? Screw it. Yeah. It, it kept my attention. And, you know, eventually when my stupid brain decides that it really wants to play that game in about, you know, eight months, it'll still be there. Right. I just let it do what it's going to do. And I, I'm just along for the ride. I, I don't control this thing. And then like, I, I'm, I'm fucking stupid ass me i'm like should i buy spider-man on pc even though i already own that game twice should i buy spider-man on pc no no you probably shouldn't i sh probably shouldn't but also i kind of want to see that game running on pc i don't think i've ever beat yeah it's another game i never beat i have it bought it played it for like i don't know 10 hours maybe great game yeah, it's when my brain eventually fixates on it and decides it wants to play it, I will get around to it. Until then, I am... <laughs> I think that's the last game that I played all the way through, was when I played that again on PS5. Oh no, I played The Quarry all the way through, too. I very rarely play games all the way through. It's It's gotta be... It's gotta, it's gotta grab me. Or I gotta be like, I just need to see this through to the end. Like, uh... Last of Us 2. Not a, not a great story, but for some reason I was like, well, I want to see this through to the end. See, I, I never have that that compulsion, which is why, like, typically I don't I don't talk about the stuff that I'm playing or reading or watching or whatever with anybody because I know that I have a very unique way of experiencing these things where, like, I'll reach a point where I'm just like, I'm done. Yeah. Like, I'm 70% I'm of the way through this story. Everybody else in their right mind is either, you know, they gave it up because they hated it, or they're dying to get to the end because they want to see how it, conc it concludes or whatever, and I just don't care. Like, I'm, I'm good. I think I can yeah. count on one hand the number of games that I've, like, actually finished. And they're all Dark Souls games. <laughs> well, yeah, most of them. Well, maybe yeah. two hands, right? Because I, I have, like, uh, one of the Final Fantasies in there, a Metal Gear in there, and you know, a couple of the Pokemons. But Can it's you like even really games. finish Pokemon? Yeah. Beat the Elite Four. Right, it depends on what you mean by finish. To complete the Pokedex, beat the Elite Four. I mean, if you want to go like full 100% like shiny living decks, those people are insane. But like... Um, I've kind of gotten back into VR lately. Yeah, there you go. That's been um, sitting on my shelf for like eight months. I've been fast. I watched a documentary on HBO Max about VR chat. Oh god. And I've been fascinated with the type of people that play VR chat. So yeah. I, was play, I was playing that for a little bit. Um and then I was uh I kinda got back into Beat Saber a little bit, but I hate that every update for that game breaks my mods. So then I have to reinstall the mods because it's like Oh yeah. I have the mod to where you can like in game search for like custom songs. But every time they update that game, it breaks that mod. And then I'm like, I, I don't know if this is just me being stupid and not remembering where to find it, or if this is just like the the mod broke the the uh, the game uh, the update broke the mod. Like I don't mm -hmm. know. So that's annoying. Um, and still enjoying uh, my my decompressed game of Hard Bullet, which is just let me murder a bunch of people in disgusting, grotesque ways. There's always a place for that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we do not condone murder. 
No, no. Unless it's in virtual <laughs> reality or in regular flat screen gaming. Yeah, of course. Um, I also am pissed off because I bought all these fucking accessories for the <laughs> for the quest, and I took them all off this week because they were pissing me off. <laughs> I bought, like, a new, like, face part, like, the part that's, like, on your eyes because it blocked out light better and it just was, like, cushioned so it felt better. But it was fucking up my, uh, like, when the quest knew it was on my face. Because mm -hmm. it doesn't display unless the sensor that knows that your face is there is, like, Yeah, blocked. it conserves power. It shuts off the screen. Yeah. So, like, it would just be, I would be in the middle of doing something and then, like, I'd bend down to grab something in a game and then it would just, like, turn off. I'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I changed that back to the fucking regular one. And then I had this head strap that I bought that was supposed to be more comfortable. And it was like the PlayStation sort of design where it had the click wheel and like the halo strap. And then it was like squeezing the life out of my head. And I was like, I'm just going back to the regular strap then. Yeah, I haven't used it since I got glasses. Oh, you have glasses now? I haven't seen Brad in person in a long time, I should point out. So, oh, yeah, I guess that's true. Um, yeah, I, I got glasses, glasses. Six, maybe not six months ago, maybe four months ago. Oh, my God. Actually, when was the last time we saw each other in person? Uh, Did we go for lunch one day? We got, yeah, we got, well, we didn't go out. I think we ordered sushi. But we just, like, hung out, I'm pretty sure. I think it was a day we recorded. I don't remember what the occasion was, but well, we haven't recorded in person in God knows oh. how long. It's been it's been a minute, but I think that was the last time because I don't think I've gone. Like we didn't go over just to hang out. We might have once. Maybe like we like we might have been like we haven't done lunch in a while. Do you want to do lunch? Like we came over here and we ordered food and just hung out. It's entirely possible. I'll be honest. My memory is not my strong suit at this Cause point. Because I just can't believe that we wouldn't have seen each other in, like, the year it's been since we've recorded in person. I don't think it's been a year. It definitely has. No, because we've recorded in person since I got this new job, haven't we? No, or maybe we, we haven't. haven't. We haven't recorded in person since you got this new job. And I don't think we've recorded in person in general in a while because I think you got I got sick first and then you got sick after and then we were like, let's just keep doing it on Discord because it's easier. And then you got the new job and that obviously made it easier there for in terms of timing. Yeah, longtime listeners, go back and tell us exactly what episode was the last one because we know you would have mentioned it. Yeah, we definitely would have complained about it. Well, you, I mean, and I think you'd be able to hear the difference. Like, it's not going to sound the same. Uh, no, for the most part, I think it sounds pretty similar since we both record separately, so it doesn't sound... Like, if we were recording the Discord call, then mm -hmm. it would sound different, but... Well, I, I mean, at least I mean, at least I would sound differently, right? Because I'm on a different mic. Maybe, I Because I'd be I, recording with your handheld versus the, the stand mic I have. Yeah, but I... Honestly, I, th I've, I, <laughs> I think the quality of microphones is kind of a scam. <laughs> Because I feel like you can buy, conspiracy. I feel like you can buy cheap ass microphones and they sound just as good as like expensive mic. Unless you're buying like like one that's like literally like five dollars. But even then, like you can find shit that's like super cheap like that, that's like still of decent quality and works decently. But for the most part, yeah, like it, it, for in like the thirty to you know 
$200 range, I don't know that there's that much of a difference in microphone quality that I've noticed. Because, like, perfect example, this Blue Yeti I'm using right now was, like, I think I paid, like, 120 for it because it was, like, the whole thing that came with the stand and all that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm pretty sure, like, regularly it would just be, like, 100 But, like, my handheld mics that we use are, like, $30 a piece, and they sound almost exactly the same quality-wise. They have, like, a lower field of, like, frequency of pickup or whatever, like, field of pickup. But that's just because of the way the Yeti is, like, designed. Yeah, environment matters almost as much as my quality, especially at the for the cheaper mics because they will pick up literally everything in a 14 mile radius well this one is the more expensive one i have and i feel like it picks up way more noise than those handheld ones that we use well those are super directed right like yeah. the yeti's the yeti says it's directed and it kind of is but well it's directed yeah. in the same way that a shotgun is <laughs> right yeah it, literally even when you just set it to the front one it's just a shotgun approach of just yeah 180 degrees in front of the mic right and then we'll pick up every single little sound. Even if you have the gain turned all the way down, we'll pick up every little sound in your direct vicinity. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. But those handheld ones are like, it's a very small cone in front of it, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. It's meant to be like more like uh, the way on stage mics and shit like that are, where it literally just picks up what's directly in front of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I like using those better, especially like when we record in person. But that's also because of like the board and everything. Uh, True. This this obviously doesn't have an XLR input on it, but I think even if it did, I wouldn't use this in person just because like it would pick up everything. Okay, but we just got into a ten minute conversation about audio tech. <laughs> We've been all over the fucking place today, and I think that's fine. I think this is what I needed because my brain is just like, God, you have COVID nineteen, you fucking moron. It was bound to happen. Yeah. It was New bad. variants, very very contagious. It you know. I just, like, I think it's so crazy, like, thinking about it from, like, two weeks ago. I went to the feast in New Bedford. Mm-hmm. Like, 200 New Bedford scumbags in the crowd didn't get COVID there. Went to a party with, like, 13 people max. Got COVID. Well, I'm sure the alcohol helped. Intimacy, you know. You're probably standing a lot closer to those people than you were to anybody in the feast. Oh, no, I was, like, in the middle of the crowd at the feast when we went and saw the Led Zeppelin tribute band. (laughs) Uh, yeah. This sucks, though. Yeah, it kicked my ass, too, because I was dealing with the the booster at the same time, so that blew. Oh, that's right, you got, like, COVID right when you got the booster. Literally, like, that's why I didn't know I had it, because, like, I was expecting to feel like shit from the side effect of the booster, but it lasted, like, three days, and, like, now something's up. Took yeah. a test and sure shit. Yeah. Yeah. And now I'm desperately avoiding trying to get that shit again because that sucked. I I I feel like shit, but like I don't feel like awful. If that makes sense, like I don't feel like I'm like dying. Really, I don't know how to describe it. Like I just feel like I have like a really bad cold right now. Yeah, and I don't want to deal with that again. I don't think it's gonna be as bad as the first time because I won't be getting another booster anytime soon. But, right. But my fucking luck, I'm gonna get another booster and then get COVID again. <laughs> I don't. Those I fuckers can't. Fuckers at CVS are giving it to me. 